0: welcome to Ask a Matchmaker. I'm your host, Matchmaker Maria. For over a decade, I have combined four generations of family, matchmaking tradition with modern relationship psychology, behavioral science, and dating trends. With this unique expertise, each week I bring a guest on to talk about dating and relationships while answering your questions. You can ask a question by visiting askamatchmaker.com. This week's guest is David Vermeulen. He is the founder of Inner Circle, which is a private membership club of the world's most inspiring single professionals with similar backgrounds and interests. We got to talk about this bio, David, but welcome to Ask a Matchmaker.
1: Yeah, Maria, thanks for having me. Really excited.
0: So I like I got this little bio here and I'm thinking like, wait, is Inner Circle a private membership or is it a dating app?
1: Yeah, it's interesting it that you started like it's a private members club, but it isn't. It's definitely a dating platform, already almost 10 years old. And when we started, it was a bit more private members club because uh, you needed to be invited. And it was a bit more uh, exclusive. But what we basically want to do is create uh, the highest quality matches. And it's not really about target specifically one uh, kind of group and leaving everybody else out. But it is focusing on that quality match. And that's what we believe is is the result of a, a real relationship.
0: Is this, was this the original product? Like you thought, let's make a dating app or was this, you know, how Twitter started where let's just text each other quick messages?
1: (laughs) No, no, no. Yeah, it was, uh, uh, obviously I was single uh, 10 years ago and looking for a relationship. Uh, The way it started is was first, Uh, I was uh, searching on on different dating websites. Uh, I was living in London at the moment. And what I found out is on these dating websites, because there was no Tinder at that moment, it was pretty hard to find people that I actually wanted to meet. It was a lot of profiles that sounded like uh, Twinkle Star 49 and not real names. I mean, if you looked at the pictures, sometimes it was too good to be true. And then in the end, it Mm -hmm. was too good to be true. Mm -hmm. And this is something... uh, Uh, That made it really hard and a lot of time I had to put into it to find dates. What I then decided to do was, okay, if this is not really working for me, what is working? And there was a platform for travelers and you need to be invited by a friend. And because uh, this mechanism worked really well because it was more trustworthy trustworthy, and uh, you know it were real people and like-minded people. So I started to use this travel platform as uh, basically to find dates. So I thought, well, why not (laughs) create something similar, but say, okay, we're in a circle and we focus on singles, like-minded singles. And that was the start of it.
0: That's great. And did you start it by yourself? Did you have a team?
1: Yeah. So I had the uh, idea and then I was already working on a a travel platform, another travel platform Um, at that moment uh, with a developer. So I pitched him the idea and he said, yeah, why not? Let's do it. Uh, Mm -hmm. Pretty soon I was also uh, at the party. I was telling this um, to a friend and he said, well, this sounds really, really interesting. I'm on board. So we started with the three of us uh, almost 10 years ago.
0: That's great. Did you end up finding a girlfriend or a wife through your app?
1: Yeah, that's always the first question from journalists I get. So, and did it work for Well, that is the
0: origin story, right? I didn't bring it up. You brought it up. Yeah.
1: No, fair, fair, fair enough. No, uh, I I did find somebody and already like after six months when we started with Inner Circle. But I have to admit, uh, not through uh, my own app. So this is a bit of a, a downer, but... I did meet her through uh the re- the real life inner circle. So through a friend.
0: I love that. That's great. Um, you know, people ask me as well if I met my husband through my matchmaking service and I say yes and no. Um, the person that set us up was one of my employees, but I did mean, she didn't even set us up. She just I just met one of her friends because her boyfriend was best friends with my husband. And um, you know, I guess I kind of met him through work, but not really, you know
1: yeah it Uh, sounds like a similar story yeah yeah yeah
0: where are you originally from
1: originally i'm from uh, the hague it's a city in the netherlands Um, oh yeah we're we're very
0: familiar in america with the hague well at least i am because there's people i want to send there now
1: oh serious (laughs) okay yeah
0: you know Stephen miller (laughs) i don't even know know, i don't even know if you know who these people are but anyway court of
1: justice yeah
0: yeah yeah but it's
1: yeah it's uh is that
0: where you were raised were you raised um at the hate yeah
1: yeah raised and then I went to university in a city that it's difficult to pronounce for American and English people it's called Groningen and oh, uh oh, no. Groningen <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's a good pronunciation and then I went to um I actually I started with an uh doing the marketing for Esquire the magazine
0: okay
1: um so I was running the marketing department for Esquire and FHM for him magazine. Mm. It's something uh, call, uh, similar as Maxim. Uh, yeah, so I know real... F- yeah, most people know FHM. I know FHM. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah it's okay. English. So a, a lot of Americans know Maxim. So the, it's called I've the always magazine. i felt
0: like FHM has better photos
1: than. They did. They did.
0: Right. Like I'm, does FHM no
1: longer exist? They do exist in the Netherlands, not only online. Oh, so wow. a lot of these magazines, these print magazines, they have a really difficult time. Even Playboy sure. is not there anymore.
0: I just remember seeing FHM. Sometimes I used to buy the men's magazines just to see like what men are consuming. So I can understand a little bit of yeah. the men I was dating. And I'm not talking, about, this is before I started my company. I'm talking about when I was in oh. college. Yeah. I would buy men's magazines just to see like, what are these things that they're saying on dates? Like, where are they learning it from?
1: Yeah. And And then unfortunately they learned it from these magazines. Yeah.
0: Yeah, they do. But I always felt like um, FHM had like really good photos um, and Playboy had really airbrushed photos. But anyway, so that's really interesting that uh, you came from like a marketing perspective. Is that what you studied in college?
1: Yeah. I did business administration. So Um, I I was raised to be a marketeer and I I did it for quite some years. I went to uh, London and worked there in the online gaming industry there. I also thought, well, I want to start my own business. Uh, I started Sullivan's List. It's uh, published a book and a website about the hundred most exciting events in the world, um, which was really fun to do, um, but it didn't make any money whatsoever. So Mm. that failed completely, but it was a really uh, an interesting time, but it was also the time when I was single, and that it, it's it's strange when you're working on this idea, it doesn't go anywhere, and at the same time, this other idea pops up and it becomes bigger and bigger and bigger, and at one point i thought well i just need to do this i mean i mean who, who wouldn't want to date like like-minded singles uh, selected right. and um with chances of being more successful
0: to join inner circle now does someone need to be invited
1: no so that, that was really in the beginning if you now uh, want to join in the inner circle everybody can register we still do a screening because we do believe it is important that we have authentic real profiles And uh, we also believe if you want to be successful um, in finding somebody, you also have to put some time and effort into it. Well, I'm pretty sure you also agree as a matchmaker that this is almost key to succeed. And we ask uh, also a little bit more information in the beginning. And if people don't take the time and effort in filling that in and uploading uh, the good pictures, then we say, well, maybe there are some other apps that are a bit more uh, your thing.
0: So there's a barrier to entry. How long does it take to um, approve a profile?
1: Yeah, so it's not, it's not that long. We have a whole screening team uh, who's doing this. But uh, sometimes it's like literally in uh, half a minute. Sometimes it can take a bit longer. Sometimes we request uh, maybe another picture or we request a bit more info. So it's, uh, it, it's pretty, well, it can be from immediately to a few days.
0: I followed in a circle for a few years, um, since I met you back in 2000, I want to believe it was 2015. Yeah, um, I think so. I, think I remember so, yeah. it being in Vegas. And so I saw you, yeah. we were at a conference together. And, you know, yeah. I was saying this to David before we started the call, before we started recording, like the, I appreciated David because we were watching a person speak and David turned to me and said, is this person for real? <laughs> <laughs> and well, uh i just i there, just appreciate that if, in... yeah there's so many characters in the dating industry yeah. it's the most yeah. fascinating industry to have the privilege of being in um yeah. and i just turned to him and i go yeah i guess and i just remember thinking uh like if anyone knows me and i know a lot of people have learned my personality but listening to this podcast i love good snark and just that comment from a european no less in las vegas just made me feel right at home so i I really loved it but anyway so i've been following inner circle for obviously a few years and the one thing that struck me was that you would open up cities like it wasn't necessarily a global app from the get-go yeah
1: actually it was uh, from the very first day uh, i had 200 global cities in the database so Mm -hmm. it was always the idea of doing a city by city approach but um, a little bit uh, ambitious to have like, okay, all the world cities, but you're the only one that's on it. Right. Um, and um, yeah, it, it's it's really, really difficult uh, to get a, a dating app going in all, globally in all the different cities. But luckily what we found out is that also a lot of people were tired with uh, my, a similar experience that I had. So they were really ready for, yeah, finding somebody on a bit more serious, uh, more qualitative uh, app.
0: How many users do you have now? How many active users do you have now?
1: We have now around, well, active is, we, we, if you look at monthly actives, it's uh, around a half a million. Okay. Um, and then uh, that's globally and well we have um yeah also daily it's, it's around two hundred thousand, so it's quite a high numbers
0: and how about in the us um do you have like any cities that are really popular on the app
1: yeah it's it's always uh, the same so it's mainly the, the bigger cities so new york la those are really really popular cities Um, But also San Francisco is a lot of people that are active on the app. Um, We see Chicago, a lot of people, but also more and more people in university cities. Boston Mm -hmm. is also uh, popular. So we we see it spread over the US.
0: I love that. And the company definitely seems to capitalize on connecting people with similar backgrounds and interests. How do you do that? Like with what backgrounds or interests are you connecting people?
1: Yeah, so what we look at is if you register, it's possible to share that you have um, which university are you going, um, what, uh, what profession do you have, what industry are you working in. So that's the basics. But we also and that's where we are also different than a lot of other dating apps. Um, the social life. So uh, what are the restaurants that that you go to? What are the bars? uh, What are the places that you travel to? But then it's not only um, you can share it in a profile, that's it, but you can also If you type in a restaurant, your favorite restaurant, it pops up and then you can select it. But you can immediately also see who else is going to that place and who lost that place. If you are traveling, for example, to Amsterdam and let me know when you're there, you can share that and you can see immediately, okay, I'm going. uh, Well, hopefully, when all this pandemic and disaster is over and you can travel again, then you can say, okay, I'm there from mid. August to the end of August and then you can see immediately all the other people that are traveling to Amsterdam and people in Amsterdam can see hey these are people from abroad coming to Amsterdam uh, and meet up like that so it's more going towards a community than only one on one dating
0: Wow. Commu- so are there events on like a pre-COVID and post-COVID, are there events on the app?
1: Yeah, we, di- we do global events everywhere. So it can be from small events like a wine tasting for 30 people towards um, like almost festivals, like 900 people in London in the summer with a polo event. Yeah. So it's really, di- it's really uh, diverse. And we have the event ambassadors in all the big cities. And they host like every six weeks uh, events for our members.
0: The Sullivan's List experience has now transcended into inner circle, is what you're saying?
1: Basically, yeah.
0: Well, that's that's really neat. And uh, do you have have you tried to capitalize on any virtual events during the pandemic?
1: Yeah, so we did uh, a couple of virtual events. We did a, an online pub quiz, which was really good fun um so we had what is that uh,
0: is that like a trivia
1: yeah exactly yes yeah, okay. it's, it's uh, we did it in london so it's like a pub quiz is where you uh do a trivia quiz together with a team
0: mm-hmm.
1: and obviously everybody that comes uh, to the event uh, comes alone but you are then uh with three girls three guys in one team and then you have a separate room and then you have like first the, uh, the questions and then you go to your separate room with the six of you and then you decide what, were, what are the answers and then you go back to the main and then you battle against other groups of six. And these things um, also are really good fun. And uh, everybody was having a drink behind their computer um they're also like sing-alongs it's a little bit dorky or quirky, but it's really really good fun and it's a good way to also... meet new
0: people when you're stuck a- at home I mean
1: exactly you know. I mean what else is there except Netflix right.
0: do you still do any of those events now I know we were all very creative in the first few months of the pandemic but um do you still do virtual events
1: yeah, and now we focus a little bit more on the events. We, we the events like this we don't do that often anymore, but we see that people are now more and more actually are doing like those walking dates. Um, and, uh, I mean, you can't sit, uh, behind the computer the whole year. Um, and this is where also what we see with our members, that more and more people are going out and on a safe distance start to date. So this is also where we now, uh, focus a bit more on it. And, uh, well, for example, we give tips on uh, what to do and what not to do. And we also try to, uh, share the experiences of all the different people in uh campaign. So we had a refund my shit date, uh, a really successful campaign. We just launched all around uh, COVID dating.
0: Cool. How do you feel about taking some questions from our audience?
1: Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. All right hi matchmaker maria it's bethany from kenton england i'm 23 years old and here's my question for you my boyfriend is super extroverted and loud he's a loud talker he watches telly loud he kicks the dog's football round whilst i'm cooking he talks about himself a lot to fill in the silence and so on i'm really introverted and I need a lot of time alone so this drives me insane i have point blank spoken to him about it but the message doesn't seem to get through we're in a full covid lockdown here so it must be hard as he can't see his friends but it's making me dislike him and question if we and are compatible any advice you have would be
0: greatly helped thank you that's a great question, question. and you know yes. what people are not admitting it people in relationships so that is a very popular problem right now
1: not admitting that you're in a relationship
0: no 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 people that are currently in relationships yeah they're not and they're not as outspoken about it but there's a lot of people in relationships right now experiencing the same problem yeah where yeah, yeah. you're questioning if you're compatible because you can't stand each other <laughs> yeah
1: Yeah, I I think uh, last year, 2020, was the year uh, when you could find out if this was the real person, yes or no. I mean, uh, what we all experienced is something uh, we will never forget. And uh, being at home um, and dependent on each other uh, really uh, makes things better or breaks things. And uh, we see it also with Inner Circle. I mean, people suddenly also as singles they want to really go for it and we didn't see that before before it was always uh, i don't really know i mean i want to date somebody i mean i'm alone but that's it and now suddenly people really want to make things and want to go for it and I, i believe this is really really good
0: i think to her question what she's experiencing is the reality of the pandemic where you're spending a lot of time with someone that you just never signed up to spend that much time with them. Um, I know I've said this in past episodes, but most relationships are for the weekend. And then on weekdays, they start at 7pm and they end at 7am. And half of that you're sleeping. So, you don't experience your partner 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And when you do have them for the weekend, you might do things during the weekend. You might take a drive. You might do activities, you know, whatever. I'm talking about now pre pandemic. But even if you're introverted, you knew Monday would come where they could just go on their way to work and you could just have your alone time for a couple of hours, maybe in your cubicle or in the car or on a walk or whatever. And I don't think that you not being able to stand your partner means that you're not compatible. I think it just means that you're introverted and he's extroverted and that's okay. It, it, we're all trying to cope and everyone's coping in their own way and not everyone's coping mechanisms are compatible. So the I, I would love to hear your advice on what she should do, but here's yeah. the advice that I would give. My advice is you have to set boundaries you should have set boundaries a long time ago, but set them now. Anyway, I can't stand the way my husband sounds when he eats lunch with dinner. He's fine. I think with lunch, cause he's like looking at the screen while he's working. Um, I just can't, I have to put on headphones and put the music up. So it's like, I know that's like a really stupid anecdote, but it it's real. And I think my husband cannot stand listening to me on zoom all day. So he's had to learn to cope with headphones as well. And what we were able to do is, you know, in our house, we fortunately do have another room where someone else can go and work like, and that's our bedroom, not the office to work for a couple of hours. If we just need a break from each other. So you need to designate certain hours where you don't talk to each other and you don't see each other. I remember in the beginning of the pandemic, my husband and I, we also went through a crisis. We're just like, uh, you know, you're giving me a lot of anxiety. Like, can you please relax? This is me and my husband and one of the ground rules that we said is that each of us gets 30 minutes alone time, no questions asked every day. And for me, that's in the morning and my husband gets it when he gets home, but that gives us a moment to just clear our mind. And the other person's just responsible for the kids full stop. And for you, you know, I don't know if you have children or if you're married or whatever, but hell, you know, you have to tell your partner, Hey, I need two hours where I don't even look at your face. <laughs> I need two yeah, hours exactly. of silence, you know, and, and he'll appreciate that, I think. But that's, yeah, that's yeah. what that would be my advice. Uh,
1: yeah. Claim your me time. Uh, me time is like key. If, if you don't have it, I mean, it's, it's going to drive you insane. So right. sca- and, and also really, we, uh, what I think is really important if you are uh, stuck with the two of you, I call it stuck, maybe it's not the nicest word, but if you're with the two of you in one space for a long time, uh, set a uh, clear agenda when it's going to be, don't surprise the other, like, okay, oh, yeah. now, now you have I to suddenly need it. it. Yeah, schedule you it. Schedule it
0: the day before, or like have a set schedule. Uh, my husband and I we set it the day before. Like we tell each other, "I'm going to need this time. You're going to need this time." That's worked for us this whole time. So we had our crisis, I think, like early on, like March 20th. Where we're like, uh, ah, this is not working." But then once we were able to set the ground rules, Ooh, that's of... that's
1: early in COVID. That was like the the beginning. Oh, I mean,
0: God, my husband was taking his temperature like every 30 minutes for like five days. I. I could not hear, like a thermometer sound was just getting on my nerves. I was like, can you please stop, you know? And I was really pregnant then too. So I was, I was just like, I need to be chill and you are stressing me out. So please, like, yeah. take your temperature once a day.
1: <laughs> the me time, that's, that's uh, really, really important. And also respect if the other person needs it. I mean, if you're an extrovert and uh, you want to go do stuff and do things, I mean, let him do it and put your headset on. Don't uh, be getting annoyed by the other.
0: You know, this reminds me of when my husband and I go to events together. There's this one event that happens at the mayor's house every year, and I always get invited to it and I can bring a guest and I always bring my husband And because, you know, it's the mayor's mansion, Gracie mansion, and it's like a, it's like a historical building. Now I know I'm talking to a Dutch person where you have like a 2000 year history. (laughs) So excuse me. um, It's two hundred years old. Yeah, this is like a 150 year old house, probably. And I see this as a person of Greek descent too. (laughs) So whatever, anyway, that's actually what I appreciate about American history—that it's like recent. I can still touch it, you know. Well, anyway, so I take my husband every year to this event that happens, and I know my husband's introverted, and he knows I'm extroverted. So but on the pain. way,
1: but this is a pain, uh, tunnel of pain, then for him.
0: Oh yeah, because it's a, it's essentially a networking event, and yeah, yeah, and I love it, but my husband's it- like i'll be your day,
1: is he you know? is he uh, getting drunk or is he standing in the corner and no to go? so
0: this is this is we've done it we've done it for five years so i know exactly what to do but this is what we do so first of all anytime we go to an event a wedding baptism whatever like any event someone's house we on the way there we come up with a game plan what time are we leaving like that is okay. not up to how tired someone, well, is, or that's how someone is that's why dangerous
1: that's dangerous why is that dangerous because, okay, if you are having a really good time and then at one point he look, looks at you and he points at his watch, like, okay, it's time to go. I mean,
0: if, we, if I'm having a good time, that means my husband's having a good time. I have never been in a situation where I'm having a good time and he's not having a good time. When we go to like the Gracie Mansion event, and I, spe- I this is a very specific game that we had, like a thing that I said, like, okay, we're going to leave at this time, no matter what, this is the time we're leaving. Okay, great. And then when we go in, what I do is we walk around the room together. Like we'll grab our alcohol. We'll get a few hors d'oeuvres. We'll look at the art. Maybe we'll mingle with some people. Maybe we'll see some people we already know, but we're together as a team. And then after one hour, I let him just hang out with, you know, one or two people he just started talking to. And I'll ask him, hey, are you okay here? And if he says, yes, that's it. Goodbye. He looks, for the at, next- you,
1: he looks at you and he said, don't leave me.
0: No, no. I know I know who to leave my husband at, you know, no, and no, no, then I, I, that's you. it. I bounce. I start to work the room. I start to look at friends that I haven't seen, you know, look for friends I haven't seen in a while that I want to catch up with. And, you know, my husband always finds his way back to me. Um, And, you know, I think with introverts, it doesn't mean that they're socially awkward. That does not mean that they're shy. Oh, no, no. That's not what introversion yeah. means. Introversion means yeah. that they usually enjoy interpersonal communication that's more intimate with you know one or two people not necessarily having to work the room my husband is introverted my, my the person uh, my chief operating is introverted my other matchmakers introverted so I am surrounded by introverts and you know they appreciate making one or two connections at an event not necessarily you know leave being the the queen of the room like me so yeah <laughs> I, so you I, just I, have I like to, it. I think, look, I think for any introverted, extrovert relationship to work, you have to respect each other's limits. So look, I've been in relationships with other introverts who are like, no, you cannot leave me. You're, I came with you. You're going to stick next to me the whole time. And that's upsetting for me. I I, yeah, I don't, I don't want, I get bored after a while. You know, I'm like, I need to go meet that other person now. Yeah. I need to go say hi to this person. Um, and I think if you, you, not only do I find a way to respect my husband's limits as an introvert, but he has to respect my limit as an extrovert. Which are sometimes the opposite of his limits, so we've had yeah. a balance, and I think I think that this is what um, our listener has to do too: is you know make her rules and strike a balance between both yeah. personalities. Because just because he's extroverted doesn't mean your next boyfriend's also not going to be extroverted. You might have the same yeah. issues. Yeah,
1: yeah. and also pandemic. let him do his thing. That's also, I mean, extroverts need also time to express themselves and to do their stuff.
0: Yeah. Telling him, don't, don't talk to yourself. I mean, that's just part of who he is, especially if it's a subconscious way of, of doing that. I mean, you know, I catch my husband talking to himself when he's cooking dinner. I think it's because he pretends he's on a YouTube show, like a YouTube cooking show.
1: That's nice. That's really sweet. He's, and he's the host. He's, he's
0: adorable. Okay, let's go to the next <laughs> question. Hi, Matchmaker Maria. It's Rav, and I'm from Toronto, Canada, and I'm 32 years old. I get a lot of anxiety when I download and use dating apps. I'm so used to meeting men organically and in person and seeing where it goes from there. What
1: recommendations
0: do you have for someone like myself during the pandemic when it's so hard to meet new people in person? That's a great question.
1: It's everything changes. I mean, we, we on the inner circle, we see a whole shift of how people used to date and how people are dating now. What, what
0: kind of shift?
1: What I believe is uh, one of the most important shifts is the way how uh, people approach dating in general and it becomes more and more serious. And I think it is the pandemic suddenly gave people time to think. Not I'm not talking only about dating, but in general, I mean, thinking about what the, what, what do you want to do in your life and what, what do you want to get out Uh, of it and then if you start to think about these questions and you suddenly have the time for these questions you think okay I want to be with somebody and somebody that completes me I mean Jerry Maguire was right and this is something that uh, is a big change I mean before corona people were well let's see I'm alone and I need somebody but they didn't really thought it through and now suddenly people really take it serious and they really want to go for it. And they uh, spend time on their profiles. We see that. We, uh, we also see people um, have longer conversations. So we, uh, as Inner Circle, we want to, basically, we want to see all our members go and fall in love with each other and uh, be together, which is a bit weird to say as a business, but that's what the end goal is. But uh, this is one of the biggest changes in dating.
0: So to her question then, you know she feels anxiety joining apps as someone who's used to dating in person or meeting people in real yeah. life. Um, what advice would you give someone like her as a, as a dating app owner, <laughs> operator?
1: Yeah. If you're used to meeting people in real life, it's not that different on a dating app. And it sounds a bit strange, but if you are talking with people in real life um, you also well in a way want to do your best you're not just saying hey and wait for the other to talk or Mm -hmm. you're just not gonna say um, only yes or no but you have to show some you have to put effort into it and that's also how online dating works so if you are uh, in a bar and you approach somebody you need to do your best you need uh, not always the same lines but you have to really show interest really listen and this is basically how the dating also works so I I would suggest I mean uh, try it to be yourself be normal uh, spend some time on it put effort into it and I think it well before you know it uh, you can meet somebody and real life, although it's difficult times, but that's where the magic happens.
0: I've always said if you're going to, even in a, I used to say this in a pre-pandemic world, but to adapt it in a pandemic and post-pandemic world, try to go to at least two social events a week. And I will explain how you can do this during a pandemic, but try to go to at least two social events a week. And your only responsibility at these events is to just talk to two people, man or woman, it doesn't matter what the gender is, it doesn't matter, but they're not just trying to meet two new people that you've never met before. And, you know, the truth is that the first time you go to an, a social event, you know, out and about in real life, like maybe it's a networking event or an alumni event or a church event or whatever a travel event, <laughs> it's really stressful. If you're going alone, you know, there's a lot of anxiety, you know, who's going to talk to me, but guess what? If this, if the only goal is I just have to talk to two people, that's all Maria said, just talk to two people. That's it. It's very easy. Cause usually there's going to be two people once you get in. And the truth is that they probably didn't know each other. Like we all go into these events. And of course this also comes back into dating as well, but we all go into these events thinking, I feel really anxious. I don't know anyone. But guess what? All these people at this event, they're just dying for someone to talk to them too. They're there alone. They're feeling the same way. So if you can make it easier, you already look like a golden ticket. And so I think the same applies to online dating. You know, research has shown that men love it when women reach out to them first. I mean, would you agree on inner circle?
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, men men uh, they feel like wow this is somebody that shows interest and if it's not like only high but a little bit more also put some effort in reading a profile and maybe say hey I see that you go to this place or I see you have this hobby I mean that's like extra bonus points
0: right and so like I just said you know start small do what I just said two people you just have to let's say you download Um, David's app, Inner Circle, all you can do is just talk to two people. That's it for the day until you feel comfortable. Eventually you'll start talking to 10 people or five people a day. Like it gets easier as you start to use it, as you start to utilize it. Don't overthink things because- the first match is not going to be the person for you. Just like when you go wedding dress shopping, the first wedding dress you buy is probably not gonna be the one that you walk down the aisle with. <laughs> you know, there's, you have to practice, you have to try out things. And it, I, think it, I think I yeah. think the anxiety that comes with events or with dating apps is just, um, you know, fear of not meeting expectations. But if you reestablish expectations of like, Maria told me, I just have to meet two people. Just talk to two people. Yeah. It just, it'll, your expectations get back to a normal, realistic level.
1: Yeah, and on a, on a dating app, on Inner Circle, it's really easy to find uh, like-minded people. And you we, we also have filters. So if you think, well, I'm more into people that went to the same university. I'm more uh, into people that like ten- to play tennis or golf. Um, I'm more into expat or whatever. We have those filters. So we make it already really easy. But then um, connecting and chatting uh, that's not the the difficult part online. I see it more as a challenge, indeed, uh, go to an event and chat to two people. I mean, that takes, like, you, you have to, well, you have can to you, go for that.
0: On Inner Circle, can you search, like, with musicians or movies?
1: Yeah, so, for example, if you're, like, into classical music or if you're mm-hmm. into hard rock or electronic music, uh, you know, you can put it in your interest and then you can search for it.
0: Okay. How about like singers?
1: Um, That's something like specific singers. That's not not something that we offer at the moment. Would you be interested in that? I
0: would be. I still listen. Who do you want to search
1: for? Somebody that is like. You
0: know, I would advise women to search for men who like Regina Spector. Do you know who that is? No, no, no. You know her. Should, you've probably heard. You've definitely heard her music at like the background yeah, on like Reasoner from Virginia. Uh, Regina specter I'm not going to sing okay. her songs. I can't do that oh. justice. But, but here's what I will tell you. So my husband's like obsessed with her. In fact, um, for his birthday party, for his birthday gift, after we had a kid, when he turned 40, I got him front row tickets to her concert. And he just loves her so much. And what I noticed when I was there was like, first of all, Virginia Specter is a feminist. She's progressive. She's very outspoken and she makes amazing music. She makes, she writes amazing lyrics. Like she is just so talented. I think one of her song one of her songs was one of our wedding songs. We just, my husband loves her. and And in fact, that's who my husband, that's my husband's entire list. Like if he could cheat on me, it would be with her.
1: And, okay, okay. I'm going to Google if, her now.
0: Yeah, yeah. She's great. Anyway, so Regina Spector, I when I went to her concert, I was struck by how the audience was 50-50. 50% male, 50% female. And how uh, there were a lot of dads there with their daughters as well, like young daughters, and thinking like, oh, these are all guys like my husband. They're all progressive and they're all feminists and they're all about like women's empowerment because that's also, you know, something that she's about. And that was really sexy. Like, I remember thinking, I'm in a room full of really sexy men right now. <laughs> so if I knew that an app, I could search with a singer, I would think, I want to I wanna look up all men who listen to Regina Spector. Or I want to yeah. look up all men who... Um, but this
1: is a great idea. I mean, this is definitely something uh, we can consider uh, adding to the to the app.
0: Well, uh, you know, someone pointed out I, I follow, like, I'm on TikTok and I follow, like, a lot of people send me their profiles and stuff. And I've noticed that some men in some apps, you can put, like, what you listen to, right? Like, uh, when yeah. you put your, attach your Spotify list.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: And yeah it's, uh, it,
1: that's on the roadmap to have that. It so is a red see,
0: flag yeah. if men only listen to male
1: singers. Michael Bolton. Oh
0: yeah. Well, you know, there are men who only listen to like male singer, like male bands or male singers. They don't have any female singers.
1: Yeah. I see what you mean. I see what you and mean. I think yeah. that's a
0: red flag because like you, yeah. you have to consider the voice of the world of other people of the other gender. You know, I listen to, you know, Michael Buble and Justin Timberlake right now, if you were to ask me what I listened to today um, but I also listen to a lot of female singers, like I try to, you know, work around both genders. But there are certain people that only listen to one gender. And I, I always find that a bit of a red flag.
1: Yeah, so... yeah, I, I can see that. I can see that.
0: But yeah. What, 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 and... what else
1: would you like to know? Would you like to know what, uh, because, for example, in the US, and that's a bit different than in a lot of other parts in the world, people are, uh, religion is a really important aspect. Right. And that's, for example, in the Netherlands, it doesn't really matter. I mean, the nobody US would is us-
0: the fourth most religious country in the world.
1: Yeah. I think so th- th- that's that. like we we don't we don't have it in the profile i mean, inner in our circle but it's also something we consider because a lot of people ask for it mm-hmm. um, and then mainly from the u.s
0: yeah being greek I'm, as someone who's a yeah. greek ethnicity i know that a lot of greek people come to me and they always ask me like how can i meet greek people online because yeah. there's no real dating app for greek people and i always say you know one of the hacks that I have, because most dating sites, they don't they don't build out Christianity. They just put Christian or yeah. Protestant, that's it, or Catholic yeah. and Protestant. And that doesn't, that's, those denominations are not what Greek people are. Greek people are Greek Orthodox Christian, 99% at least. Yeah. So I, I usually tell them to go to OKCupid, where they can select languages spoken, and they can select Greek, and then they can find all the men who speak ah. Greek on the app. That's the only yeah. way I can hack around it. Do you have languages spoken as a... Uh,
1: no, we don't have languages spoken.
0: Do you have Greek Orthodox Christian?
1: Uh, no. <laughs> well, this is, this is uh, valuable information.
0: Yeah, I love a, it. You're a getting new, a little uh, focus group from uh, from me on the yeah, podcast today.
1: <laughs> st- starting a, a, a new dating uh, concept.
0: Well, you know, I mean, the most popular dating app in Greece is Facebook. It's not, yeah, I can see it's that. not yeah. any other one. In fact, I have a few cousins who've met their spouses through Facebook. You know, usually you open up a profile, you look at who's tagged through your friends and you ask about that person. And Greek Americans, they don't have the benefit of like using Bumble in Greece where everyone's Greek on the app, it doesn't matter if you're Greek here or, and not just Greek, if you're Lebanese in America, if you're maybe a very specific religion of Indian in America, like some of my clients are of Jain faith that are Indian, which is a, a yeah. minority. It's a very small yeah. religion. You know, there's no Jain like there's no, there's no Jain breakdown on match.com uh, or on, 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 I think on any of the mainstream yeah. dating apps. So, so I think that there are certain subcultures in this country Um, You know, Greek being one of them, Lebanese, Persian, Persian Jews, like small communities, communities less than 5 million people that, you know, most people don't want to invest dollars in. But to me, the fix is easy. You can, you just have to add um, a culture ethnicity filter or a language spoken filter that helps people find those people that they want to date around and just exclusively use that app because like yeah. like I know that there's no app speaking to jains in america or greeks in america or lebanese in america.
1: Yeah.
0: Th- and and Lebanese good... Lebanese don't forget. Lebanese are broken down into three religions. You have muslims, catholics and greek orthodox.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's uh, that's an uh that's an interesting one. I I think this is worth uh, looking into how we can uh, add something like that.
0: And if you think about like I I mentioned those three subcultures because I know their mothers. Their mothers are like you're Jane, you still have to marry Jane. And you're like, mom, there's, I don't, all the men that are Jane, I know them, they're related to me, you know? But David, thank you again for coming to Ask a Matchmaker. Where can people find Inner Circle?
1: Yeah, so we are obviously in the app store. If you search for Inner Circle uh, dating, you will definitely find us. Otherwise, uh, we also have a website, theinnercircle.co, soon hopefully uh, meeting you online or at one of our events.
0: Awesome. Well, David, again, thank you so much for joining me on Ask a Matchmaker.
1: Thanks yeah, for thanks for questions. having me. It was really good fun. Thanks, Maria. Yeah.
0: And thank you for listening to Ask a Matchmaker. If you love what you heard and you have not already, rate, review, and of course, subscribe. Do you have a dating or relationship question? Visit askamatchmaker.com to submit your 60-second audio or written question. You can also follow me on Instagram at Matchmaker Maria for more relationship and dating tips. I know on TikTok, you've sent me a ton of your online dating profiles to review. I've received about 500 of them in the last two weeks. If, uh, if you are just really dying for me to do it, just keep resubmitting it until it gets to the top of my inbox. I, I'm literally buried in your profiles, but I love them. If you don't know what I'm talking about, head over to TikTok, Real Matchmaker Maria. It's, uh, it's quite fun. I review people's online dating profiles and uh, give a lot of great tips. Until next week, be lovable and more importantly, be likable. Cheers.